But as for the rest of you, go, carry grain for the famine to your households, and bring your youngest brother to me, so your words may be verified, and you will not die. And they said, and they did so. So during that time period, as you well know, Joseph, I was probably praying, fasting, asking God how to handle this situation and put him in prison for three days to let them know he's serious about this. The important, this is important because Joseph recognizes them, but they don't recognize him. This is also the brother's first trip to Egypt. It's going gonna, it's gonna to see the importance of this later. There's five reasons why they don't recognize Joseph. Plus, number one, 22 years has passed. He had 11 years in prison, two, I mean, 11 years yeah, in, in uh, Potiphar's house, two years in prison, and, he w- and um, seven years of plenty, plus two years into the famine now, at least 22 years have gone by. Joseph is dressed in Egyptian attire. That's why they didn't recognize him. He speaks through an interpreter, even though Joseph understands the, la- the language of the uh, ten brothers. Joseph behaves very harshly, but Joseph is dead in the brothers' eyes. You heard him say to, to Joseph, he says, and one is no more. One, the youngest is with dad at home, but the other one is no more. They blotted, they have blotted Joseph out completely out of the picture at this point. I, I would hope they were repentant for what they do, and I think that did, and I think that's what Joseph is headed for, to see if they changed in this 22 years that has gone by. Joseph accuses the brothers of being spies to test their hearts. Joseph is looking for repentance. And I'm going to tell you what, brothers and sisters out there, that's what God is looking for for us and for the church of God and for the world, repentance. In this church, you're going to hear about repentance quite often because it's important. All the prophets came. They were preaching repentance. John the Baptist came on the scene. He was preaching repentance. Jesus came onto the scene. He's preaching repentance. Repentance needs to be taught in the churches today. Without repentance, you cannot be saved. Repenting of your sins, that means turning around, going in another direction. As Jesus told Nicodemus, you're born again. You're no longer the same person you were when you came to the Lord. You have changed. Joseph's not looking for judgment. He's moved on. You can see that. Remember what he named his son, first son, Manasseh? Manasseh means forget. He's forgotten. He's just let it go. He's not retaliatory at all. But he's trying to find out if they're repentant so that they can be reconciled to their brother. Joseph is hoping for conviction. He's hoping for confession. He's hoping for repentance. And he's hoping for reconciliation. Joseph is now have this all even though he named his first son Manasseh which means forget even though now it has brought back up into his heart Joseph remembers and again now he has a broken heart again verse 15 
To prove they are not spies, Joseph demands Benjamin be brought to him. Remember, Benjamin is Joseph's full brother, full blood brother. Both of these were sons of Rachel. And you remember, Rachel died in childbirth bearing uh, Benjamin. A baby's last name he saw, uh, the baby last time he saw him was a baby. Benjamin was just a baby, maybe two or three years old. Verse 17, did I read that? I think, yeah, I did. Joseph's brothers are in jail for, puts them in jail for for uh, days, three days to be, uh, to be, uh, to, I guess to make them think. Joseph forgot, but now with his brothers in front of him, I can imagine his heart is broken again. What do I do? That's why I think he sent him to, to uh he sent him to prison for three days so that he could think, pray, contemplate how to handle this situation. Verses 18 through 24. Now Joseph said to them on the third day, Do this and live, for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers be confined in your, in your prison. But as for the rest of you, go, carry grain to, for the for the famine of your household. See, he's worried about dad. He wants to make sure that there's food for his family up in Canaan. So he sends, uh, you know, nine of the brothers back home and keeps the one as a, you know, just to, just to keep him for hoping that they'll come back. And bring your youngest brother. He wants to see Benjamin. So your words may be verified and you will not die. And they did so. Then they said to one another, Truly, we are guilty concerning our brother. There's conviction falling upon, you know, the, the ten brothers there. There's conviction falling upon them. You remember, Joseph is hearing this. He understands what they're, they're saying. Because he saw their distress of his soul when he was pleaded with us. He's telling you, the Bible's telling you that Joseph, when they put him in that cistern, you know, he was crying out with tears to his brothers to let him out. Remember, he's only 17 years old at that point. Okay? And Reuben answered them, saying, Did I not tell you do not sin against the boy, and, and, and you would not listen? Now comes the reckoning for our blood. You know the famous verse, Galatians 6, 7, What you sow is what you reap. And now the, son, the brothers, they recognize that they're reaping what they sowed. They're being brought to accountability under conviction, you know, of what they did to their, their brother. And Joseph is hoping it goes further than conviction, but it has to, it would go to confession and repentance and, of course, in the end, reconciliation with him and his brothers. They did not know, however, that Joseph understood, for there was an interpreter between them. He turned away from them and wept. Joseph, you can see the love right there. Even though his brothers did this nasty thing to them, he has love for his brothers. But when he returned to them and spoke to them, he took Simeon from them, bound him before their eyes. Then Joseph gave orders to fill their bags with grain and to restore every man's money in his sack 
and to give them provisions for the journey, and thus it was done for them. Joseph wept for the first time. It's not going to be the last. So for all you men that think that a man doesn't cry, I have news for you. When the master himself, Jesus Christ, cried over the city of Jerusalem, crying, you know, that how, how he wanted to take them under his wing like a hen gathers her chick, and they wouldn't. He wept over the city. He also wept at Lazarus' death, you remember, before he raised him from the dead. Let me tell you something. If Jesus Christ, the creator of the universe, because Colossians 1.17 tells us there wasn't a thing made that wasn't made through him. If the creator, we can see that in Genesis 1, verse 3, too, that, you know, God said, and Jesus is the word of God. Jesus said, let there be light. So, you know, as I say so many times, Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, you see the whole, you see the Trinity. And even the, the name of God is the plural name, Elohim, not El, which means singular. So, God the Father um, created, and the Holy Spirit hoovered over the face of the water, and the Lord said, that's Jesus Christ, for the, he was the Word of God. And the Word was made flesh, and the Word dwelt among us. So we see everything there. If he can cry, the creator of the universe, the one that designed you and how your system works, your nervous system, your circulatory system, your muscle system, your ligament system, your bone system, your brain system, if he can create all that and he's willing to cry, so can I and so can you. So the brothers are released. Simeon is kept in hostage until they return. Why Simeon? I think, remember, Reuben didn't want to sell him into Egypt. He didn't want him in the pit. He told him, put him in there for a while, but he had an every intention of taking him out. So Simeon is released from that responsibility. The next person in line is, um, I'm sorry, Reuben is, uh, is exempt from that responsibility. The next son in line, the second-born son, is Simeon. And therefore, he is, is held accountable for what they did, being the oldest one, okay? The second to the oldest one, because the first one didn't want to do it. So we see the first traces of conviction 